How's it go? Oh, I can't see anything. Love that. Um, so I'm in college. Um, I'm confused about why I'm so lost and confused. So I seek out help in so many places. Um, traditional psychology, Jungian psychology. Um, it wasn't super helpful. And one person, this, I was in Western Massachusetts at the time going to college, and I sought out a witch who lives there. Some of you all might know her. Her name is Dory Midnight. And sought her out. I was like, I'm lost. I'm confused. I don't know who I am. And she's like, okay, baby. Um, and she gave me this tincture. It was a mugwort tincture. And I didn't know anything about magic or tinctures or uh, I didn't really have any spirituality at that time. So she was like, I'm going to give this to you, but you need to take it. Are you listening? You need to take it in a very intentional place and time because you will see some things and some things will be revealed to you. So I decided that the most intentional time and place to take this was in the bathroom in the middle of an economics class that I had. I <laughs> thought this is, a, this is an apt time for some visioning. So I go inside, I take one, two, ten doses that she recommended at that time. I go inside to the class where I inevitably, I didn't do the reading, let's be real. Um, and at that moment I was called on to answer a question and in my mind I was like, I'm charming, I got this. Open my mouth and I just, uh, and then suddenly the entire classroom disintegrated. And I was walking down this, like, lush. I'd never been to England, but it was dewy. <laughs> and there was roses. And I just, it was like awning, awning, awning. And I just kept walking. And as I got to this clearing, there was this, like, wrought iron white table that was, like, kind of overtaken by vines. And sitting there was my Aunt Deborah, who passed away in 1996. And I'm going to give away my age. I was five at the time. Uh, and I looked at her, and she was wearing that same 90s kind of like purple and green clown uh, like made out of plastic shirt that I just, I always remembered her wearing. And um, she had this like really cute curly hair. She, she looked nothing like anybody else in my family. She was such a, an odd bird. And she looked at me and she said, um, hey, I, I know it's, it's been a while. Do you have a moment? And I, I said, well, I'm, I'm actually in class right now. And she was like, I'm dead. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm going to sit down, I'm going to sit down. So I sat down with her, and my aunt proceeds to apologize to me for dying. And essentially, I didn't know this at the time because I was so young, but looking back on it, my aunt was the glue that kept my family together. Um, when she passed a lot of people turned towards alcoholism and, and depression in some pretty severe ways. And when she died, a little bit of money came into the family and it was just fighting over this illusion of, of newly found wealth and 
nobody was close anymore. So it was really this strange moment where somebody who had died, she was 35 and she had a heart attack, uh, was apologizing to me for dying. And we kind of like, I don't know if we were having tea in my mind, maybe we were having tea. Uh, but we wrapped it up and I, I, I walked back down this path and, and she, she called out to me, she said, oh, Aaron, uh, there's, there's one other thing I have to tell you. And I turned around and she said, um, yeah, it was a big old dyke. shoot back into my economics class just crying. <laughs> I don't know how long the answer had been on the tip of my tongue for a question I didn't know the answer to, uh, but it was uh, an embarrassing and beautiful moment. Thank you. That's my, those are my stories. Thank you.